4: Welcome to tonight's Andrea K show. I'm going to go ahead and say it. It's Friday. Woo, it's Friday night. Yeah, it is. Not that it matters anymore. We're in a perpetual state of who even knows what day it is. Like I said earlier in the week, you, you know, maybe you need to get out them Mondays, them, them drawers you had with the day of the week sewn into it. If you're even bothering to change your drawers out there, you know, or if you're just sitting in the same pair that you've had on all week. You know, I don't know. I heard these guys on a bike the other day. Look at all these people out in our neighborhood. You know what? I bet people are just going to be so much healthier after all this. He's lucky I had my little dog with me and I wasn't able to run up and catch him and snatch him bald with that kind of stupid, ridiculous comment about what is being done. The abuse physically, emotionally, mentally, and financially of the citizens of this country. Yeah, I'm in a mood, people. I am. I'm like people that I've seen on Facebook crying today. It's heartwarming and inspiring to see so many Americans and patriots rallying all across this country for our freedoms. But it's heartbreaking that we're in a position to be having to do so on the basis of nothing. Yes, people are dying from a virus. You know what? People die from the flu, too. And, yeah, I said it. We're not supposed to talk about the flu. We've got people, reporters, asking President Trump in in press conferences whether or not we're going to fly flags at half-mast or half-staff, whatever the term is. It's nothing but a constant beating the drum to push this narrative to keep people locked in their homes and submissive. When the numbers don't bear it out, the numbers didn't bear it out from the beginning. Even if you thought that, well, because we didn't know enough to be cautious, we might as well do this for 15 days, fine. But it has been obvious that the numbers, the predictions did not pan out. It was even this uh, uh, surgeon general has admitted they've gotten rid of, they're no longer using those crappy models put out by the Gates people. The current numbers we have demand a full reopening of every state of the United States of America, and I mean without the stupid mask requirement. And, yeah, I called it stupid because if we need it now, we needed it two months ago. Why would we need it more now when the numbers, when we not only flatten the curve, we've got an entire city park in New York City, hospital, makeshift hospital, paid for by the taxpayers, in, built by the military that has sat empty. Forty percent of the deaths across this country have been in nursing homes. How many of those were created because they took six seniors positive for COVID and put them in nursing homes? How many of those numbers even are inflated because we've been uh, uh, hospitals have been forced and doctors have been pressured and incentivized to label every death as COVID? This entire thing is about power now. And the American people, we want our power back. We want our freedoms back. And that includes full freedom to operate our business without being told what facial covering somebody should have on and how many, how far a feet away from somebody. Customers and businesses need to keep people. I am beside myself. 888-344-1170. And yeah, I've been critical of some bigger names, conservatives out there. And I got people that, that aren't happy with me for it. But let me tell you something. Why, am I supposed to have loyalty to any? big name conservative out there who's not going to feed me, who's probably got freezers and freezers full of meat, and I don't have any in my fridge right now, and there's meat rationing going on, but you know what? I'm not going to go and hoard it. My loyalty is to the United States of America, to the Constitution. And anybody who gets between me and freedom at this point, be prepared to be mowed over in any way that I can. And if you've got a voice that you could be using to solve this, be prepared for me to push you to step up. Because you look at the Americans that are stepping up today. You look at the Americans in San Diego being pushed around by the police, being arrested, being given citations. You look at the harassment, the videos going all around this country of police showing up at people's houses threatening them. What's your name? Your kid did this and and parents being arrested on ball fields. We've got to step up as a nation and push back against the tyranny that's going on against us right now, or we are done. We don't have any more time left. We have cratered our economy here. I, you know, I blew past my intro of my buddy here. We will take your calls. We've we've got uh, Bob Walters. We're in addition to talking about um, whether or not we're, are we in a dress rehearsal for the police state? As Dennis Prager said today, are we actually there? I'm going to give you his definitions for the police state in a minute and tell you that it's absolutely where we're at. And it's frightening. We've also got Bob Walters who's going to be here to talk about what's frightening happening in the schools. And then we're going to round out the show with something positive. Because we've got to make sure that in the middle of all this that we, we are continuing to fight for our freedoms, but we've got to find some way to have some peace. So we actually on Friday Funday segment, we've got a book author here with an amazing, inspirational story. And I can't wait to read the book um, because I, got, I have to make time every day to ease my soul and to remember who's ultimately in charge here. Thank goodness next week we have the National Day of Prayer in, in this country, and I'm actually going to be participating in a local s- streaming um, part of the San Diego church community for the national day of prayer next week. Anyway, um, sorry. My buddy, my man, my right-hand man who keeps the show rolling every night. I just, I just went off on my rant, man, right all over you. Y'all know who I'm talking about. It's DJ carrot sticks.
5: So many friends in San Diego. My best friend. He goes by DJ Carrot Sticks. <laughs>
3: Yeah, awfully fired up, but that's good. You know, it's good to be fired up, and it's good that we have a Friday feel good segment yes. at the end to calm everybody down.
4: Yes. Um, oh, I see a surfer was rescued at Point Loma Cliffs. <laughs> okay, dude, where? where... Don't don't bust our movement to get the beaches fully reopened and then you go and do you know get yourself in trouble out there. Hopefully I'm glad that we have uh, lifeguards out there on duty. Um I got to tell you the patriots out there. I've said so many times, yeah, we got to hear of the week in steak that we coming up later on in the show and I've said many times that my heroes uh of uh in this country never wear a, a uniform of any kind of professional sports team. My heroes never uh, accept an award for some acting gig where, you know, they read a script somebody else wrote. My heroes are always the average American out there who's, who's fighting for something and who's, who's not considered courageous because life hit them with something hard and they had a good cheer about it. No, they actually chose something difficult, like our military who volunteer to risk their lives for us. The citizens that are out there facing arrest but are fighting for our freedoms every day. Those are the heroes. Um, and why are they out there today? Because I believe, I want you guys to go um, and read Dennis Prager's article, Our dress rehearsal for a Police State. Uh, this article is at the Daily Signal and you can uh, you can also see it at Dennis Prager and Prager U. And he says that um, that we if, if we're at least closer to a police state than ever in American history, um, he, he, we are presently living in all four of the key hallmarks of a police state. Number one, draconian law. Well, let me, before I get into the four key areas proving that we're already living in a police state, let's remind everybody what a police state really means. It means that you've got police, law enforcement, that are out there actively, in secret or not, kind of like the SS, that are actually out there on, operating on behalf of enforcing a political ideology. And that's exactly what's going on here. These shutdowns right now are not rooted in science. They're not rooted in data. They're rooted in nothing but power, particularly here in California. It is absolutely nothing but a Marxist communist scheme. Newsom said it yesterday himself. It has gone from flatten the curve to stop the spread, to manage risk, to then he said yesterday, now we have to manage behavior. The programs that he's talked about after he has seized private property in the form of businesses, after he has seized, seized private property in the form of produce – is to then use those to re- income redistribution to feed the impoverished people that he intentionally caused economic harm to. And he said yesterday, these are the programs I've been fighting for for years. This is Marxism. This is California being turned into Venezuela, and it must be stopped. And the police, hat tip to, to those that have said they're not going to enforce it, but many of them are, including here in San Diego. So the first Uh, uh, Number one of the four key elements is draconian laws depriving citizens of elementary civil rights. The federal, state, county, and city governments are now restricting almost every freedom, he says, except those of travel and speech. Speech has been infringed upon. It was today. Part of your free speech rights is the ability to uh, religious practice as well as uh, assembly. He said Americans have been banned from going to work and thereby earning a living, meeting in groups, meeting in their cars and church parking lots. And uh, entering state uh, properties. Number two, a mass media supportive of the state's messaging and deprivation of rights. Clearly, we know that that's going on with the mainstream media. He goes on to say, in fact, there is no more dissent with the New York Times than there was in Pravda. I don't have time to get into Pravda, you know, um, give a little research there. That was the state run um, media on behalf of uh, the Soviet Empire. Number three, use of police to police departments throughout America have agreed to uh, agreed to enforce these laws and edicts with what can only be described as frightening alacrity. I posted a video that I got from Megan Barth today uh, that the, the a literal harassment of a mom. As Megan Barth actually said on the show this week, I think it was Monday night, she said these sheriffs and these police officers, they have a duty, an obligation to Not enforce some edict from some power-mad dictator that Trump, that, that seeks to undermine and remove anybody's constitutional right. Hat tip also to the lady in the video who says, uh, show me the law and where I'm obligated to participate in anything you're trying to get me to do right now. She was calm. She was eloquent. And they backed off and they left. But let me tell you, if that's not the SS in Germany, I don't know what is 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 a closer analogy. Um... Number 4, snitches. Snitches. How do the police dispatchers learn of lawbreakers such as families playing softball in a public park, lone joggers without face masks, etc.? Cuz the police departments are saying, "Look, we have an obligation to go out there and respond to a call." Well, they do, but they don't have an obligation to arrest somebody or issue a citation. However, um, his point here with, uh, with snitches is accurate. He says the mayor of New York City, Bill de Plasio, set up a snitch line. So did Nathan Fletcher here in San Diego. So did Mayor Garcetti in Los Angeles. He said it is, uh, according to Dennis Prager, about one in every 100 East German citizens were informers for the, for the Stasi, the East German secret police, as superbly portrayed in the film The Lives of Others. Um, He said, he goes on to say, it would be interesting and I think important to know what percentage of New Yorkers informed on their fellow citizens. This is where we are. I'm so proud of those today that got out there and assembled and exercised their constitutional right of free speech in this country in protest. Um, Shame on Newsom for everything that he is attempting to do here intentionally inflicting economic harm and hardship economic harm is psychological damage it is um it is the worst kind of abuse the worst the most egregious abuse of power on the citizens and somehow president trump needs to step in and stop this because let me tell you if if this if if the president of the united states and the federal government is going to send federal dollars here in the form of FEMA, uh, inventory, PPEs, ventilators, send the U.S. military ships here with hospital beds, then the federal government can step in. instead of Because Trump's argument is, look, we've got a republic of states. I can't step in here. I've got to let the states have autonomy. Well, the states don't no longer get autonomy when they've been taking federal dollars. You can't have it both ways. You can't have, I'm going to be the hero of the federal government and send all these taxpayer dollars here and send all the help of the federal government. And then I'm going to sit back when it's time. Uh, and I'm going to sit back and I'm going to let the governors do whatever they want to do to the people. And then I'm going to, uh, because it's, it's uh, easier for me to do that. I support President Trump. He's in a really difficult position but leadership is doing what's right and he needs to be a leader here and he needs to use the department of justice and he needs to stop the tyranny, tyranny that's happening at the state level i'm well past a break hopefully y'all come back want to hear from you we got i'm going to switch gears and talk to a little bit about more about what's going on with the flynn situation and biden don't go away
0: how do you listen to The Answer San Diego?
1: I downloaded the free
7: Answer San Diego app for iPhone and Android.
3: I like using the iHeartRadio app or going to iHeartRadio.com.
7: I love using my smart speaker. All I have to say is play The Answer San Diego. And there are easy setup instructions at the TheAnswerSanDiego.com.
2: I listen by
8: clicking Listen Live at the TheAnswerSanDiego.com.
0: So there certainly are a lot of ways to listen to The Answer San Diego. But don't forget, you can always find us on FM 96.1 in North County and AM 1170 in San Diego.
9: We've faced tough times before, and we're going to pull through this because, well, that's what we do in America. At Term Provider, Big Lou has a message for you. There is light at the end of the tunnel, but don't stop protecting your family. Keep the protection rolling with a million-dollar life insurance shield. Even if you've had prostate cancer, heart conditions, high cholesterol, or if you're taking prescription medications, a million dollars of life insurance can be yours. Call Big Lou at 800-504-3466 or biglou.com. We've faced tough times before, and we're going to pull through this because, well, that's what we do in America. At Term Provider, Big Lou has a message for you. There is light at the end of the tunnel, but don't stop protecting your family. Keep the protection rolling with a million-dollar life insurance shield. Even if you've had prostate cancer, heart conditions, high cholesterol, or if you're taking prescription medications, a million dollars of life insurance can be yours. Call Big Lou at 800-504-3466 or biglou.com.
1: This is Hee Chen of the Hoover Institution for townhall.com. California's governor recently floated the idea of reopening the state's K-12 schools as early as July. It's an idea that should be applauded and encouraged in other states. Reopening America's schools is not only important for the future of our kids, but also for bringing our workplaces back online and jumpstarting the economy. One of the few glimmers of hopeful news we've heard about the coronavirus is that it tends not to be as deadly or harmful for school-aged kids. Even so, reopening the schools has to be done carefully, and with special attention paid to the students parents, teachers, and staff who might be at greater risk. Classrooms and student interactions will need to account for social distancing norms to help prevent the spread of the virus. And not all schools can begin at the same time. But reopening our schools should be a priority for policymakers as we try to bring America back from the depths of this horrible disease. I'm Lon He Chen.
0: The Pepperdine School of Public Policy, America's unique graduate program for leaders. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. Are you tired of exposing your retirement to stock market risk? How would you like to participate in stock market gains, but never stock market losses? Join David Doerr for the Retirement and Income Show every Saturday at noon on The Answer San Diego. You can call David for your free customized retirement and income kit and 115-page retirement and income book. Call 844-460-SAFE. That's
8: 844-460-SAFE. 844-460-7233. This is Dennis Prager, and my friends, they're at it again. The left is doing its best to silence ideas it doesn't like. Hollywood does not want you to see my film, No Safe Spaces, which is why you won't see it on Netflix or Amazon Prime. But now you can watch No Safe Spaces for a limited time at nosafespaces.com. It's time to fight back and protect freedom in America. See No Safe Spaces. It is a great film starring me and Adam Carolla. Go to nosafespaces.com.
0: Let's beat COVID-19. We got this, San Diego.
1: Andrea Kay, telling you like it is, all while eating a donut, too. It's the Andrea Kay Show on The Answer San Diego.
4: Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Glad to have you guys here with me. Coming up in our next segment, we've got Bob Walters who's going to be here. So much talk going on about the schools right now. I'm glad. I've been feeling for so long that Bob and I were the only people really talking about what's going on in the schools. So the one good thing that's coming out of this is uh, with this, I think – Kids being sent home unnecessarily, and everything involved with the schools is just really raised a lot of awareness to people about the schools. So it's a great opportunity for Bob and I to continue to get the word out as to what's happening in the schools. Um, I'm going to go to the phones in a second. DJ Carrotsticks. Before when I go to this call, um, while I'm on this call, I saw that there's a, a sheriff's deputy shooting that took place downtown right now. It's breaking news. So while I'm talking to our caller, if you could maybe. Uh, Give a look and see what's going on with that and update us um, on on that story. Tell us what's happening. Um, While he's looking up that story for you, I'm going to go to the phones here. It looks like uh, Romana is. Is it Romana on the phone online? Are you there?
7: Yes, yes, I am. Good evening. Yes, it's Romana like Rome. Good evening.
4: Oh, I love that name. That's fabulous. Thanks for calling. What's on your mind, my friend?
7: Yes, Andrew. firstly, I told uh, the screener how grateful I am that you are on the air. You are not only a strong woman, you're a voice of reason and truth, and that is why you are, a, you are a formidable opponent to these arrogant, condescending leftists. They claim they know better what to do with our money, and now they're even claiming that they know best what to do with our very health. Mm-hmm. They're crushing us. Not only that, and I'm sorry I'm so angry because i am seeing this unfold before my eyes what my father told me happened in the where he came from from croatia former yugoslavia i am stunned i will told my daughters whatever it takes whatever sacrifices i have to make i will not live under their totalitarian regime their philosophies are evil everything they want to make happen they will and this virus and this epidemic they're using as a mask to mask what their true intent is But for those of us who have heard it, read it, and have educated ourselves, there is no mistaking what they are doing. They are, first, firstly, Keith Newsom, arrogant, condescending, disrespectful, Mm -hmm. disregarding all of us. They're disregarding even medical professionals, which they hail as glorious saviors when it benefits their agenda. Mm -hmm. I am so sickened. And on top of, I'm sorry, I'm talking so much. No, go on, girl. Yes, And, and in addition to all of that, what is most stunning they know that they live in a different level than all of us because their income is still coming in, their businesses are crushed, and they say that to achieve their, in their viewpoint, the highest good, which is nobody dies. I just want to tell them, be adults. You cannot shield all human beings from all viruses all the time. And if you attempt that, you're trying to create some kind of heaven or utopia that does not exist, and the fallout is greater than the normal, natural things that happen in life. People get sick and they pass. But if you have a faith, you know that's not the end. And and they're doing this knowing that they we are decaying in here. Our businesses are crushed. Our children don't have an education. We are being crippled. And then they want us, in addition to that, when we are at home and abiding by these orders, because initially we were told this is to ensure that the hospitals not overrun, to make sure that our frontline fighters are taken care of. We've done that. Now introducing more nonsense and baloney. Now we have to cover our faces outside in fresh air when we're confined to our homes all the time. I understand, but this is is paranoia. And this is what they feed on. And that's how they seize control, ultimate control. And now they're doing it shamelessly under the guise of, for your health, we don't need him to be a father. Let him father his children. We don't need a daddy in our state. I want him out of office. He's a destructive force. And I'm sorry, I cannot tolerate. I'm not normally this angry, but I see people in businesses dying, depression. And as you know, everything that you encounter in your line of work, you hear it firsthand. We cannot sit by and let it happen Mm -mm. like 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 lambs. Exactly. Not we have. I have fire in my blood and I know you do. They are they they he can go to Venezuela with his other like minded fools. We don't want him here we have to resist and we have to tell our police officers you they, they're public servants mm-hmm. protect us work for us you don't have to implement these ass and excuse me these ridiculous insane Edicts that they're carrying, that they want them to carry out.
4: I love your passion. I love your anger. It's time for people to get angry because anger and people want to shame us for being angry. Anger is a good motivator, and it's anger born out of desperation at this point to get our freedoms back, get our lives back, our our independence, our freedoms back. I mean, we're looking at a July Fourth where we're 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 supposed to be celebrating our independence and our freedom on July Fourth when we're we're being told every move we're allowed to make and what we're not allowed to do and the complete controls they have that they, there aren't they supposed to be the party that tells us her body her choice we are not allowed to make any choice for ourselves and this face covering nonsense what What? i'm angry i'm almost as angry at the people that are going along with that nonsense because if we didn't have to wear a mask when this thing started three months ago why are you demanding a facial covering of me now like i'm so stupid that i don't know that this is the same kind of crap the same kind of mind control why the taliban to and and yes. in tehran force women to, to cover their bodies and wear the chador and wear the burqa. Oh, it's for their own good and their protection. And oh, by the way, if they end up raped, it's their fault because they weren't covered. Every bit about this is about control. It's about abuse and it needs to stop. And I am angry at the Americans that continue to go along with it. If you are too scared to go out in public without a mask, don't. You you don't want to go into a restaurant because people aren't six feet apart. Don't. Stay at home. But oh, by the way, you don't have the right to tell me I have to stay at home. You don't have the right to tell me how to run my business. And oh, by the way, I'm also not responsible. I'm never obligated for anybody else's health and nor am i obligated to pay for it if you want to stay at home it's also yes. on you financially to fully support yourself not on the rest of the citizens i'll let you have the yeah, final thought my friend
7: thank you thank you so much no a, hundred, a thousand percent uh support for every syllable you just uttered um and what what also they're there they are seeing they're testing us yes how far they can go how many citizens are going to rebel Uh, Whoever can hear this, please know we are not going to be overtaken if we believe that you cannot just have freedoms and enjoy them. You have to uphold them, relish them, revere them. And that's not done by laying down and letting them run all over us. Revocation of our rights starts off not in big moves and big steps, little by little. For, and it's paranoia, if we're going to be breathing air, I'm not going to cover up where I can't breathe while I'm going for a speed walk or run with my children mm-hmm. for fear of offending other people. I've gotten glaring looks. I'm not wearing it outdoors. Gavin Newsom can wear it when he gives us his lies on TV. Let him wear it because he's spewing more venomous poison from his lies than we do when we go outside to enjoy the fresh air after being confined to our homes for, what, 12 hours a day. Mm-hmm. I am sick of him. We need to go toe-to-toe. We yes. should not be ashamed to protect ourselves. We did not we did not initiate this, but we are not going to pull any punches. You have to protect your rights and freedom and family. We have nowhere to go but up from here because this is the rock bottom. I'm not going any lower than this. Well, I oh and my gosh. I mean, Thank
4: yeah. you so much. God bless you so much. Everything you said was just absolutely brilliant and perfect and right on point and succinct. And I'm just—I feel so much better knowing that you know I come in here and I and I start a rant like tonight and I think, am I am I just talking to an echo chamber in the room? Am I the only one that feels this way? Am I the only one upset and angry and frustrated? And am I going to freak people out and run people off with my passion and my you know and and how I speak? And it just—I feel like I've met my soul sister on the show tonight. I got to leave it there so I can (laughs) take a break because I got to bring my my buddy, Bob Walters and God bless you. And thank you so much for calling in. Hopefully you'll do do again.
7: God bless you. We, you have our support and our prayers and to all of my fellow San Diegans, we do what we have to do to shield the life that we have here. And it's not going to get better if we allow them to take complete control.
4: Absolutely. All right. God bless you. Thank you so much for calling. Okay, guys, we're gonna take a break. We come back. We got to bring in my buddy Bob Walters. He is just as passionate about solving the uh, crisis going on in our schools and the way you know you know how so many people have bought into all this nonsense that's going on and this totalitarianism. It's because they come out of these indoctrination centers called schools. Stay tuned. Bob Walters is next.
0: Want more Andrea K? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K Show and like her Facebook fan page at Andrea K, spelled K A Y E
10: balance of nature's fruits and veggies. I just feel great. It gives me energy. It's not like too much energy where I'm flying all over the place, but it is just the right amount. I just feel so good.
7: I love taking balance of nature. Right now, Balance of
6: Nature is offering 35% off on any new preferred order. Go to
4: balanceofnature.com and use discount code HEALTH.
0: Time to buy your dream home? Julie will find the perfect property that fits all your needs. Call Julie Jules Real Estate. Julie sends you new home listings immediately so you can see them first and submit your offer right away. In this market, you need to be first.
3: Hi, I'm Julie Jules, and I'm excited about helping you. I'll save you money by paying for your appraisal fee. Call me at 619-992-7113.
0: Call Julie for your free appraisal, 619-992-7113.
2: Moving out, moving up, or moving in, call Julie Jules. The First Amendment and the very idea of free speech are under attack in America. Hey, it's Ed Martin of the Pro-America Report and the number one political documentary of 2019, No Safe Spaces is now available to watch at home at nosafespaces.com. This is a movie Hollywood doesn't want you to see, so you won't find it on any streaming service. It's just not out there. It's only available for this limited time at nosafespaces.com. No Safe Spaces stars our very own Dennis Prager and comedian and podcast king Adam Carolla, and they reveal how America has become a dangerous place to speak your mind and share ideas. And these guys, they do it in an entertaining and a powerful way. It's no Wonder why critics have called No Safe Spaces smart, vital, urgent, and one of the most important documentaries that you need to see today. Use offer code SAVE 25. That's SAVE 25 for a 25% discount. Support this film. It shares our American values. Visit NoSafespaces.com today.
0: Qualified Home Loan saves you money and pays all your loan costs with five-star service and expertise. That's why you call us for your home loan. Mike, you had a client who was self-employed with good credit, equity, and plenty of income, but they had trouble getting a loan. What happened?
2: Well this client wanted to take about a hundred thousand dollars cash out of their home to consolidate debt and do some work around the home. They go to their bank, they start a loan thinking it would be easy and they get turned down. They had too many write-offs and not enough income on their taxes to qualify. So how were you able to help? Instead of using their income taxes, we used the deposits from their business bank statements over the last year. There were plenty of deposits, so we qualified them very well. We got them a good 30-year fixed loan at a low rate and the money they needed for their home. Call Qualified Home Loans, 888-499-9502.
0: 888-499-9502. You'll get five-star service and pay nothing in loan costs. 888-499-9502.
1: DRE number 01910455, NMLS number 884457.
0: Bye. My name is Ryan Bourne.
8: And I am Danica Bourne. And
0: And we we are are the owners of South South Coast Tax. Tax. We wanted to send a prayer out to all of our listeners experiencing illness, financial hardship, and stress during this temporary challenge we are all facing. It is a difficult holy season, but we are in this together, with you as our family, and we are united as one. At South Coast Tax, we know God has all of us in His arm, protecting us and always guiding us to where we need to be in life. In Psalms 91, this I declare about the Lord, He alone is my refuge. My place of safety. He is my God, and I trust him, for he will rescue us from every trap and protect us from every deadly disease. He will cover us with his feathers, he will shelter us with his wings. His faithful promise are our armor and protection.
5: We will not only survive, but we will thrive and rise up with our Lord's help. God has placed you right where you need to be, and your family at South Coast Tax will be right beside you throughout this journey.
0: Streaming now on the Answer San Diego app and radio.com.
1: Andrea K, the Donut Queen of San Diego. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego.
4: Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kay Show. Rolling into the second half of tonight's Friday Night Show. Later on in the show, we've got a we're going to ease things into uh, the weekend and um, with a with a Friday Day segment of a really inspirational book I'm really excited to read. So it's called Cynthia's Dance. And we've got here of the Week and Stink of the Week. Before I get to Bob Walters and Education segment, quick update on uh, the breaking news that there was some uh, deputy-involved shooting in downtown San Diego. Here's all we know so far. According to uh, Carrot Sticks, the police and deputies that were, uh, were responding to Reports of shots fired near Front and B in downtown, and this was right before 6 p.m. So, I mean, really, we don't really know much of of anything there. All right, so Bob Walters is back with his litany of items to share with us about the state of our schools today. Hey, Bob, welcome back to the show, my friend. Good to be here. What you got for me tonight? Well, you know what? Before we, before we, let me, I want to see if this quote, I think I got this quote from you, and it was, uh. Abraham Lincoln: The philosophy of the schoolroom in one generation will be the philosophy of government in the next. Abraham Lincoln. And I saw this quote today, and I thought of you because I thought, isn't this kind of the overarching <laughs> thi- issue going on, and why they've t- taken over the schools to indoctrinate them? And isn't this the the issue that we face?
11: Yeah, it really is sad. And of course, the last ten, twenty, thirty years, the drift's getting stronger and stronger, and and you've seen the results of it. A lot mm-hmm. of these. Not only the kids, but the new politicians coming in. And think back on even Hollywood. 20 years ago, they didn't have all those liberal things. John Wayne and Bob Hope and the rest of them, they were patriotic, uh, God-loving people. That's well, not A- true anymore. Yeah.
4: Well, Abraham Lincoln knew back, even way back then that the way yeah. to change this country policy-wise was to, through the schools. And, man, we're seeing it in droves, including, uh, like you, you're going to report tonight, something involving Muslim groups. What's happening there?
11: Well, I'll start with that if you'd like. Sure. Um, <laughs> I'll tell you, it just my head spins too much. But it, um, yeah, there's a complaint's been filed uh, that uh, Catholic at a Catholic school that they want the uh, Christian crosses removed because they're offensive to the few Muslim students who are there, and they filed against a Catholic university in Washington D.C. a formal complaint that um, that this was offensive and should not be tolerated for the benefit of those who are not Christian and might even just be going by the school, not necessarily in the school.
4: Uh. Wow. I mean, you know, uh, the—I— I am at a loss because it's like well a, a couple things here it's like why are there muslim students at a catholic school okay if you want to if you it, to me it's got to be infiltration it's a way to pierce yeah. it's a way to it we're is gonna, what it's about that's what it's, it's about just, it's about a takeover yeah. we're going we're going to go into it's kind of like when girls when there was this movement to get girls into the boy scouts it wasn't because there was such a clamoring of girls wanting to be boy scouts it was because this was a way to try to tear apart that tradition that institution and that's what's going on here as the left partners with the muslims and the islamists to take us over from within. Go on.
11: Well, the other thing the Muslims are doing, they've uh, been, ur- they had a big conference in Salt Lake City and they concluded by urging all of the school districts in Utah to have an inclusive program to allow um, Sharia to be taught in the schools to all students in the state of Utah, a state that is overwhelmingly Mormon. So,
4: To teach, <laughs> to make the schools Sharia compliant in Utah?
11: Correct, wow. correct. Yeah, it's kind of sad. Well, yeah, so and it's shocking, too, that, and
4: I would tell which, you because, I, you know, I lived in Vegas, which was 65 uh, percent Mormon, and I'm very yeah. familiar with the Mormon LDS community, and I'm really surprised that they would allow that to go on. Um, so I, I'm surprised by that. I shouldn't be. Well, it hasn't yet,
11: but that's what they're trying to get the state to do. So gotcha. okay. hopefully they won't do it. I agree. Okay. Then you got the teachers union leader who uh, blasted Trump for the, his plan to reopen the schools as soon as possible because he, uh, he felt as though she's accusing him of being belligerent to try to take control of the schools and when they should open and encouraging the local governors and, and local leaders to make that decision. She says, the decision of when the schools open and how they open should be left strictly to the teachers union, period.
4: Well, here's my thing on that. You know, it's like, and I've kind of got a little bit of, I've got a quibble going on with Trump for this. There's so much blending right now. Uh, with yeah. the, with the, the everything's becoming centralized, the federalizing of everything. So on the one hand, Trump is up there every day talking about what the what he's doing on part of the federal government and FEMA and all the different states and how he's working with the states here and doing this for the states here, this for the states. Then when it comes to the states and their power grab, like what's going on here in California, it's well, I'm just the president. We're we're a Republic of States. I have to lead that up to the states. Well, no, you don't because you know it's otherwise. It, what's it's you can't have. Both ways, same way with the schools. You know, they want to claim that they've got local power when it's convenient for them, but they want federal money and they want the federal Department of Education to centralize <laughs> their curriculum that they want. You know, it's know. it's it's the same thing happening everywhere. Really, we need we. It would be great if we did have everything up to state and, and and local in every aspect. I would love that. In fact, Trump could get rid of the Department of Education today and would make me very happy.
11: Actually, I thought he would have already done that by now. To be honest, but anyway.
4: Yeah.
11: I don't know all the inside.
4: Now, what I'll do what have some
11: good news I might report to oh, you. Oh
4: yay, what you got?
11: Um in this Texas Tech school, you know, it's a junior college in Texas. an economics professor uh was teaching in her classes that uh about economics and the the, the virtue of capitalism and free enterprise versus socialism. And the class insisted that socialism worked and that no one should be, would be poor and no one would be rich. It would be a great equalizer. So the professor says, all right, uh, let's have an experiment in class. Let's see if this works. All grades will be averaged, and, and everyone will receive the same grades and no one will fail and no one will receive an A. So they did the one test and everyone got a B as the average. And the students who studied hard were upset because they figured, where's my A? <laughs> uh-huh. Anyway, then they gave a second test around uh, a couple of days later, and the students who studied little, uh, uh, they studied less and so forth. The second test average was a D. Mm. No one was happy. When the third test rolled around, the average was an F, and the entire class failed. So the, me- the message that was left here, which she was very strong in telling to them, is that uh, <laughs> socialism is the same thing. It, it It's ultimately going to fail because it doesn't reward those who work hard and gives plenty of reward to those who don't do anything. Right. So in time, it ended up bickering and blaming and name-calling, hard feelings among the students because the ones who were at the low end figured, oh, my God, this is terrible. And the ones who worked hard said, well, where's my A? Right. So they all failed, and it was a good lesson in how socialism mentality wise works. So it's a good Eight. reward.
4: Right. But, you know, uh, socialism rewards the worst of human nature and capitalism rewards the best because it incentivizes yep. achievement and incentivizes hard work, which actually feeds the spirit. People are happier when they're productive. They're happier when they're achieving something. There's, a, there's, uh, you know, socialism, and, and I love the way that exercise played out because it shows the psychological effects of it versus most people just argue about socialism in terms of the result being an economic one versus understanding and these children experiencing the psychological fallout, the frustration yeah. of a hard worker going, hey, I, I'm working my butt off here and somebody else gets the same grade as me. That's not fair. And then, you know, and then ultimately they all end up just miserable. And so to me, that's absolutely brilliant. That Texas teacher uh, deserves a lot of praise. <laughs> it we got was, she get a reward. A, yeah, we got a minute left. Anything else for me, okay. my friend?
11: Uh, one final thing. Uh, this There was a dip that's been noted by the... Uh, State uh, U.S. Government Department of Education. The Common Core Curriculum has resulted in a decade of these empirical scores for reading and math, dropping at least one to two percent nationwide for all students. Time to get rid of Common Core. Yes. But... uh, who knows when that can happen, but well, it's having a very negative effect on what's going on in the schools
4: absolutely. wise well, Bob Walters, thank you so much for being being here and helping us understand and I think now more people than ever are, are are focused on schools, and so what you're doing is really, really important in educating the parents out there about what's happening nationwide. I appreciate you.
11: Good luck in your demonstration Saturday
4: thank you. All right. You know, you guys stay tuned. We've got uh, a really inspiring book story to tell you guys. We're going to have Terry Harris here talking about Cynthia's dance. And then after that, we got Hero of the Week and Steak of the Week. Don't go away.
6: For students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree.
1: Purchase your copy of Facing Reality in American Education today at Amazon.com.
3: Hey folks, this is DJ Carrot Sticks, the producer of The Andrea Kay Show. Like you, I'm confined to my home, spending time with my family. And the one thing we enjoy right now is watching uplifting movies that affirm our faith. With all the choices, what can you watch? I have the answer. Introducing Patterns of Evidence. The Exodus, a documentary which presents convincing evidence that the biblical account of Exodus is true. Investigative filmmaker Tim Mahoney journeyed to Egypt, Israel, and throughout the world to search for the answers to the one very important question. Did the stories, like Exodus, written in the Bible, really happen? Results of his investigation are monumental. Right now, you can watch Patterns of Evidence. The Exodus. At home, go to Patterns of Evidence. That's patterns dot com. Immediately following the movie, a panel moderated by Gretchen Carlson and featuring Dennis Prager, Eric McTaxis, and Anne Graham Lott will provide further insight and commentary on the film. Watch Patterns of Evidence, The Exodus, and others in this series. Go to PatternsofEvidence.com dot That's patterns dot
8: Hi, Dennis Prager. Are you concerned that your home is losing equity with what's going on? We've seen this uncertainty before. The best advice I can give you is to talk to a major real estate authority, Jim Buttrell, Marine Corps veteran, broker, and founder of Ardent Real Estate Services. I trust Jim. Call him and get the facts about how your home value is being affected since the statewide shutdown, he's averaged selling a home every single day using a safe home selling system to keep both buyers and sellers safe. Jim will guarantee to sell your home or he'll buy it. Guaranteed. He can also get you a rapid cash offer. So with all of the uncertainty in today's market, there's no better time to have an expert on your side to give you answers. So call Jim Batrell at 800-498-SOLD. 800-498-SOLD. Call Jim Battrell and your home will sell. 800-498-SOLD. If you could do one thing that changed you forever, would you? How
9: about something extraordinary? A bucket list item with years of memories packed into 10 exciting days. Set a clear new vision for yourself this year and join Dr. Sebastian Gorka and Mike Lindell on the Stand with Israel tour this December 2nd to 11th, 2020. Journeying through one of the most politically and spiritually significant places in the world you'll see over 40 iconic sites straight from Scripture. For all the details and to reserve your spot today, visit TheAnswerSanDiego.com.
5: Bill Holland with The Answer on Wall Street. Stocks broadly lower, pulling back from key technical resistance levels hit yesterday as we begin the month of May. And April aside, it was a very good month. May, well remains to be seen declines led advances by five to one today the coronavirus hysteria is easing and america is slowly going back to work but president trump threatens china with more tariffs over the corona conspiracy plus the need to get our supply chains back here at home march construction spending however up a surprising nine-tenths versus down three and a half percent expected oil prices are holding around 20 but the surplus keeps growing even as opec cuts production and storage remains very expensive boeing easily sold 25 billion in bonds so we'll need no government bailout money Amazon and Apple, after reporting about as expected, getting some upgrades ended lower as profit-taking after the, getting ahead of themselves on the run-up, so it was sell the hose Musk and Tesla tweeted that the stock price may be a bit high. Tesla ended down 76 points, nearly 10 percent. Yes, it was. Both Exxon and Chevron reported. Exxon, the first loss in decades. Chevron, profits lower, revenues higher. Both keep their dividends. Go Holland with the answer on Wall Street.
0: The Answer, San Diego. Streaming now on Smart Speakers and Radio.com.
1: Andrea K. telling you like it is, all while eating a donut. The Andrea K. Show on The Answer, San Diego.
4: Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. At the open of the show, when I was launched into my rant, I told you guys that we were going to ease out... It- Ease out of the show on a story that's inspirational, something that you can do. We got to be patriots and do our part to fight for our freedoms, but we also need to make sure that we're feeding our souls, body, mind, and spirit, you know. And making sure that we're dedicating time to reading and watching things that are inspirational. And that leads me to my next guest, author Terry Harris is here uh, with a book that's so such an interesting, I, can, I haven't even read it yet and I'm dying to because it's the, it just, I can already tell it's just going to feed my heart and my soul. And it's called Cynthia's Dance, What Happens When a Young Woman Who Never Had a Chance to Be Born Gets a Glimpse of Life on Earth. Terry Harris, welcome to the Andrea K Show.
10: Thank you, Andrea. What a pleasure to be with you. What a pleasure. Oh, thank you. First of all, I just want to say say thank you for the hard work you do, and I was really engaged a few moments ago when you were really sharing your heart. But second of all, I just want to say, say, I've got to say, Andrea, congratulations to you as an LSU Tiger fan, Joe Burrow, number one, Go Tigers!
9: Go
4: Tigers!
10: Just, number one recruit, number one draft in the NFL. Congratulations!
4: <laughs> it's so funny. I'm gonna I'm gonna share something personal. I actually watched uh, last night the LSU Alabama game again. <laughs> Good. At home last night, I'm still such a fan, and I just feel so grateful that you know we didn't have all this stuff going on, you know, in the spring leading into 2019. My heart actually hurts for all these kids out there in high school pushing for their college athletic career, or in college right now, hoping they can make it to the pros. And so, thank you for a shout out to my LSU Tigers. Prayers for everybody out there that's you know suffering in some way right now with the shutdown, and and that's why I was glad to see your book, Terry, because you know I just thought what an amazing story and. And tell everybody, and it's a story that took you 35 years. It, it was 34 years in the making. Tell everybody about Cynthia, who she is, and what her story is.
10: Well, it starts with our story. My wife and I, uh, I got married when I was 40. My wife was 32. We got married in 2000. 2002, we had our first awesome son, Nathan. No problem. Conceived, had a great pregnancy. My wife delivered natural. 2004, November, my beautiful daughter, Greasy, came. Okay. And so we got two young kids. We take a year, year and a half off, and we're starting to think, well, my wife is thinking, we want to have a third. So we, you know, tried, got pregnant in 2007, and suddenly, one day, hmm, got in the stool. Went to the doctor. It was a blighted ovum. Mm. Never heard of that before. Yeah. Little baby lost. So that, that hurt, but we moved on in 2008, got pregnant again, and uh, had a healthy chromosome baby, baby Joey, carried him for button. Ten weeks, and we lost him. And we're like, "What?" And that was devastating to my wife. Um, Yeah. Two thousand nine, got pregnant again. Little baby Angela, my daughter. By then, was about four, four and a half. She was really excited about having a a baby girl. Told her name. Eleven weeks in, we lose baby Angela. Oh my god! Three losses in a row, and, and Laura hung on and said, "I know God has called me to have a third child." And we did. She went through it, found out she had a thing called factor five. She got the treatments. She carried Jordan in 2010. We had Jordan and God blessed us. But in 2009, when I was watching my wife grieve baby Jill in 2008, and I was watching my daughter grieve uh, the loss of her sister, I just was really moved. And one day I'm standing in my office, and I'm looking at the notes that I had started back in the spring of 84 on a story called Cynthia's Dance. I had all these scenes in my mind, some characters I'd kept alive. And I'm looking at my notes, and suddenly a thought occurs to me. What if Cynthia is a girl who never had the chance to be born, and she gets a glimpse at life? And my ma- my wife looked at me, and she was in awe. She couldn't believe it. Yeah. But she was in too much pain, mm-hmm. even Talk about yeah. work with me. So I put it on the shelf for another six years. And then 2015, saw um, Cinderella, Ken and Cinderella with my daughter. And I mm-hmm. saw all the spiritual applications. I watched that going, this is crazy. Man, there's so many great things to tell with the Cinderella tale. If you just do a little twist on it. So December of 2015, I started it. It took me four and a half years to do it. But, Andrea, it's out. It's out. The gorgeous story of Cynthia, the young baby who never had a chance to be born because she was miscarried, has a request from her Heavenly Father. Can I please meet my parents? I'd love to meet my parents, and I'd love to dance with my father. And God in heaven gives her the grant, gives her the wish, and she is escorted by an angel to earth, and when she reaches the shore, in heaven she's matured, so when she reaches the shores of earth, she is 25 years old.
4: Wow. Oh, yeah, I wonder what age she would be. Okay, so so she meets, so she, we've only got a few minutes left. So she comes back at 25, don't tell too much of the story, and she gets to meet her family.
10: Well, that's the key. Because she was born as she was born, and we know babies, all the babies go to heaven. Okay. Yes, and they mature there at different levels the way the king has preordained. Right. She needed to learn the journey of faith. So, when God said yes, he included her own journey of faith. So, she doesn't know who her parents are. She's told this great about this great couple in heaven because everything is seen from a a heavenly perspective. But when she gets to earth and she arrives here, the people that she encounters are broken, destitute, divorced, angry. She doesn't recognize. And she goes through this journey of trying to find her parents, but obedience. It's and that, what I felt, go ahead.
4: No, no, go ahead. Finish.
10: What I felt when I was writing the story, Andrea, was God has a huge heart for the unborn. Yes. This is such a part, an important part of your show. The unborn has such a huge place in God's heart, mm-hmm. but so do the moms who have yes. lost the babies.
4: It's so funny, so I, the moms who have lost. Them. Well, yeah, because there's there's so many. For some reason, I think now. At, I've seen so much more focus put on miscarriages and what happens that the pain and the suffering and then so many people that that will i reunite with my baby what will my baby be like when I get to heaven so the story about reuniting and restoring uh the the hearts and the souls of the of the parents who've lost a, a child through miscarriage is just that's that's that in and of itself is a beautiful story but then you put this twist of her own her own faith journey in there and it's just makes it even more interesting and i hope uh, that a movie is gonna be made of it at, at some point but in the meantime tell everybody where they can find it and um, and get a copy and definitely I, I can't wait to read it
10: it's available uh, at Cynthia's mm-hmm. that's just all together and there's no apostrophe. to Cynthia's dance c-y-n-t-h-i-a-s dance.com and there you'll see the links right there on the home page you can buy The e-book right now today. You can order it on Amazon. You can order it on Barnes and Noble, and and I just think that in light of the hard work that you're doing to to help preserve the life of the unborn and to rescue children and to keep families together, this story will surprise people. Mm -hmm. Because as I was writing, I felt God's breath of inspiration. Oftentimes, I felt that He was pleased with what was being written, and what I found was that. When you look at things from heaven's perspective, you get a whole different feel mm-hmm. for well, the loss.
4: Mm-hmm.
10: And because in, even in what this story reveals is in death, there is life. Wow. And God wants to redeem the life of the woman who, who lost the child and is still grieving. He wants to redeem the time that she spent and, and the years that she has spent mourning because he has a day of reunion for them. And I think God is really going to heal hearts. Because a lot of women don't want to talk about, it. they just skip to the next child.
4: And a lot of people don't understand that they don't understand the pain. This is going to heal the hearts of so many. I wish we had more time, yep. Terry Harris. I can, right. I know that the Lord is in this project. I can feel it. I can feel it in the story, in your passion, and in this topic. And I thank you for being here. Thank you so much, everybody. Go to Cynthia'sDance.com and get the book. And y'all come back Monday, 6 p.m. Pacific time. Peace out. Love you all.